today on the Sales Life Podcast. So stage number four is the disappointment stage. This is where the magnitude of the uh, purchase starts to really weigh on the buyer. And so they start to seem overwhelmed. They're anxious. They become distant. Sirhant says this is where you have to look for the signs of remorse, regret. They start ignoring your phone calls, your text. And the reason being is, dude, because they lost that loving feeling. Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. Bravo TV's million-dollar listing, Ryan Sirhant. In his book, Sell It Like Sirhant outlines the seven stages of selling. And it's much like the seven stages of grief. It's a process that um, when you're going through grief, there's a process that you go through in order to get on the other side, to get back to the uh, to healing stage and getting your life back in order. And much like the stages of grief, uh, Sir Hunt kind of riffs off that, which I'm going to riff off of that too, of the seven stages of selling. And I like this tool because it really gives you um, a different way of looking at things. We tend to, um, when we're selling as salespeople, we tend to personalize instead of notice stages. So when a customer is in a certain stage, we tend to look at that and personalize it thinking that what we screwed up, they bought somewhere else. It's too much. I mean, the the narrative goes on and on and on of what we think happened. And it's never, (laughs) it's never something good that happened. We always tend to uh, look at it from a pessimistic side uh, of saying, well, they, you know, they probably bought somewhere else. So this is where you can actually become a noticer. And so if you can if you can develop and see these stages for what they are, then you can begin to anticipate the stage that your customer is in or the stage where they're heading. So briefly, let's uh, let's rock off of uh, all seven stages. We'll go through them real quickly. I'll kind of riff off of them, um, and then we'll rock out from there. After stage one, stage one is the easy one, man. That's the excitement stage where the customer is all just, uh, they, they're loving it. Uh, but uh, on stage two is where your customer can tend to fall into the frustra- uh, frustrated stage. It's the stage of frustration. And this is the stage where um, all your buyer sees is the negatives. All they do is they point out the flaws. And so they become very nitpickish. They begin to pick it all apart. This is where they actually shift mentally from at first. You ever had those situations where, I mean, dude, we were all getting along. And then all of a sudden the customer just, you know, their their whole demeanor, their whole attitude changed. Well, it's because they slid into the frustration stage. And generally we tend to, as salespeople, we say, man, what did I do wrong? I mean, what just happened? It's because you're not seeing, you're not becoming a noticer of the stage. In this frustration stage is where they begin to, it's a, it's a me against you kind of mentality. Just see it for the stage for what it is. Many salespeople, what they do is, is they, 
they go wrong at this stage because in the frustration stage is where the customer becomes agitated. This is where they begin to try to rush you through. Look, I only have 10 minutes. Uh, I'll come back another time. I don't have time for this. This is where they, they tend to try to back out of the deal. And this is the stage where salespeople freak out and they, they end up rushing through, but you actually make the situation even worse. You think that when a customer threatens or they act agitated or both, then we tend to rush things through. You think that as a salesperson, you're, you're actually making the situation better, but you're actually making it worse because you're skipping steps. You're missing some important information, and then you end up having to double back around. The more times you have to ask your customer for more things that you should have gotten at the in, in the first place, you actually make it worse, don't you? Because you actually frustrate them more because you keep coming back saying, oh, I need this. Oh, how about this? And you keep asking for additional paperwork, additional information, and they're like, dude, I, I, what? You're reminding them of the short time that you have. So this is where it's very important as a salesperson where you have to, from the outside, you have to be more up-tempo. From the outside, you have to look like that you are being hurried. Your pace is. But on the inside is where you have to be cool as a cucumber, man. This is where you have to continue to hit your processes, where you make sure you actually slow down mentally. You really kind of drag the film. You slow these things down so that way you can get everything that you need up front. Because if you have to call back and get something later on and they don't have it, it blows your whole deal apart. Or if you have to call them back, it frustrates them even more. I've had many times, especially in the car business, where customers in this frustration stage, oh my God, Marsh, they're, they're trying to get out of here. Can I throw them in your office real quick? And so they bring them in and I, I've just got a brand new folder. I don't have half of the information that I need. Customer keeps looking at their watch. What do you have worked out for me? All these kind of different things. And so at the same time, I'm talking I'm offering them assurances, won't take uh, too long, let me just get the, the, the final bits of this information, and so I drag the process down just a little bit. From the outside, it looks like I'm hurrying, but from the inside, I'm trying to hit everything that or get everything that I need um, up front. Stage number three is the fear stage. This is where the buyer's remorse actually kicks in for your customer. This is where they start thinking, am I paying too much? Can I even handle this? Am I taking too much on? Uh, is this the wrong time? Is the economy? What about my job situation? What about the hours? What if the, you know, they, this is what they, they start what ifing. You have to anticipate and set the expectations of what goes on from here. So in this fear stage, this is where it's so important for you, man, to sell the insure, the assurances that they're making a great decision. You don't have to say, Hey, I'll be ready in just a second. Okay, and then it's going to take 10, 15, 20 minutes to get everything together. Don't don't sell that kind of thing. It won't be long. This is this is where you really have to say where you have to set the expectation because the buyer's remorse is kicking in and you say, here's what what we got going on right now. I just gave uh, everything to Marsh. He's getting everything together. He's going to work out the best possible terms and conditions with you. And then he's going to sit down and go over your options from there. If you leave your customers just marinating in their own thoughts, man, it's not good. 
So you have to look for the tails on their face, look for the tails on their body language, and then also set the expectations as well. Now, if you're, if your buying process takes longer, I'm talking more from the perspective of car sales, which, you know, happens a lot quicker. But say if you're in the real estate market and the buying process or you're in industrial sales and the buying process takes longer, this is where you have to anticipate that you are going to get some of these fearful phone calls, these fearful texts where it sounds like they're angry. They're not angry. They're, they're more or less in the, in the fear stage. Stage number four, dude, you had, you're, 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 you're over the halfway point now. So stage number four is the disappointment stage. This is where the magnitude of the uh, purchase starts to really weigh on the buyer. And so they start to seem overwhelmed. They're anxious. They become distant. Sirhant says this is where you have to look for the signs of remorse, regret. They start ignoring your phone calls, your text. And the reason being is, dude, because they lost that loving feeling. You've lost that love and feeling. Comes from a, uh, one of my favorite movies, Top Gun. But this is where, man, they, they've actually, they, they don't have the warm and fuzzies anymore, man. But here is what you have to remember at this stage. Dude, you're at stage number four. You've only got a few more stages to go. And so this is where many salespeople fold up. You've already gotten through stages two and three, and you're at stage number four. You got through the frustration. You got through the fear. Now you're at the disappointment stage, and this is where most people, salespeople, bail out. And so what they do is is they think that the customer, because they're not returning their phone calls, because they're not returning their text, they think that the customer actually just bailed out. The customer went somewhere else. If you don't persist, if you don't push, if you don't pull, your customers through this stage, then they are going to go somewhere else. This is where you have to offer some additional incentives sometimes, man. This is how you have to have the customer come back in and relook at it. Let's just make sure this is a good fit. You offer, uh, it's got to be no risk for your customer where you say, look, once you come back in, relook at this, see if it's a good fit. It may not be a good fit for you, but let's take a look at it again. Let's relook at it. It's inviting them back in. So to relook at everything. Sometimes you have to follow up also where you uh, say you've got a new listing that you want them to take a look at. You just got to you. You're trying to figure out ways to stoke the fires again. This is, like I said, the push, pull and persist. You have to push your customers through. You have to pull. Sometimes you have to pull it away from them that maybe it's not the good fit. And then you have to always persist. Those are the three keys that Sir Hunt really lives by. The, th- the three keys are the three P's. So you got to stoke the fires. This is, if you stoke the fires, if you do a good job, man, then all of a sudden you get to stage five and stage five, dude, is acceptance. This is where the good vibes, because of your hard work, because you pushed, pulled and persist. Now they got those good vibes again, man. Now what they're doing is they're, they're, they're thawed out. They're no longer frozen in fear. And now what they're starting to do is they're starting to take ownership, mental ownership, of your product, of your service. Stage number six um, is the happiness stage. In stage number six, the happiness, this is where they do, they can't stop smiling. This is when they start asking questions. Can I, when, when, how soon can I take delivery? How soon can I get the keys? This is where they're asking 
Um, you know, how soon can you put the extra accessories on there? Are you going to fill it up with gas? Uh, when's my first payment due? This is, this is the happiness stage, man. Everything, it was all worth it in stage number seven, man. <sighs> Relief. Man, we did it. This is the thank you stage, I like to say. This is where the customer, the, the greatest feeling in the world, man, is when a customer stands up and says, thank you. Thank you for helping me. The customer came in and they were frustrated. They were fearful. They were disappointed. They were backing out. But at the end, all that melts away. And they say, thank you. And you know what they're really saying? It's not so much thank you for the product. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for staying with my emotions. Thank you for not giving up on me when I was giving up on the whole situation. And this is where it's so key um, of developing that, um, that EQ, man, that uh, um, emotional uh, quotient, man, where you can stay in the game, where you can stay positive, where you can see the stages for what they are. And all that tension melts away and they do business with you. See these stages for what they are, man. Um, is, um, it, it's just, it's, it can get overwhelming. And sometimes when you're in the same stage, because I think the seven stages of selling are also the seven stages of, uh, of, of, of we, what we go through as salespeople too. I think many times we, we, when we start in the business, we're excited and then we move into the frustration stage, the fearful stage, the disappointment stage, the acceptance stage, the happiness. I finally got, you know, the worm is starting to turn. Things are starting to come together for me. And then the relief stage, which is, you know what? I think I found the right field. So. See these stages for what they are. That way you can, if you can anticipate that, then you can help push your customer through. And when a customer kind of backlashes on you, you can say, hey, what stage are they in? And then what's the next stage? What's the next thing I can anticipate and help push them through from there? Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is the sale you own you because you're more than enough. There's more out there. Go get it. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.